0: Hey everyone, I wanted to pop in real quick and tell you that Cassandra gave birth to her sweet baby girl on Saturday, October 10th, mama and baby are doing well. They're at home now trying to acclimate having a newborn, a two-year-old and a 12-year-old doing virtual learning school at home. (laughs) So they've got their hands quite full, but she is doing well. And is thankful to all of you for your support and well wishes in this time. Enjoy today's episode. Hey guys, it's Cass. And Dorian. And you're listening to United. So I don't know if this is going to come out well. Or be a good conversation at all. So we'll see. Because this is definitely going to be an ongoing conversation. But I had a lot that I needed to follow up on. On cultural appropriation. Oh, okay. Because I'm still super struggling with it. And bothered by it. Okay. So one, the, like the dreadlocks was a big example we used. Sorry, locks was a big example we used. Um, I've got to practice saying it as locks more. But looking into locks more, Mm -hmm. every single native person anywhere had locks. Mm -hmm. Like every culture had locks originally. Yeah. I've heard people use the argument that they, that hasn't carried on as a tradition into more current times. So that's the difference. See, that's not the difference for me. Hold on. I just, okay. Like, I just want to I share. Well, I guess maybe not. Hold on. Did you want to say something? On that?
1: Well, question? that's not the difference for me. It's has every culture been ridiculed about their locks? Right. But OK, no, So we've carried on the tradition, but we've also been ridiculed about it.
0: But what? But that has nothing to do with cultural appropriation.
1: It does.
0: But cultural appropriation is taking something from someone else's culture without their permission and using it as your own. That's different. What you're talking about is racism. Yes. That's straight up blatant racism.
1: But what makes it cultural appropriation when it comes to locks is that these people are taking it as their own, white people, who take on the locks and take it as their own. They don't understand the history of it.
0: For black culture. For black
1: culture, But there's
0: Hindu culture, the Vikings... The Norwegians, there's a lot of other cultures that did it too. So why does it just have to be about you?
1: When you think about locks, what's the first culture that pops into your mind?
0: Well, yeah. So it's going to be black culture because-
1: Is it common knowledge that all these other cultures use locks? It's not. No. Exactly. When people think of locks, they immediately think of black people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It troubles me because then it's also well. What about black people straightening their hair to make themselves look like white people?
1: We had to do that to be accepted. That was a survival tactic.
0: I knew you were going to say that.
1: We're not doing that no more.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: I mean, there, there are, are some for sure, and some where sure. weaves—that's um, a protective style to protect our curls because they're very brittle. So. And they dry very easily, so it's easier to maintain our curls and our length if we keep it in a protective style. So having a weave makes it so that we don't have to manipulate our hair as much Mm -hmm. and just manipulate the weave. And whatever we're doing to the weave, we don't really have to worry about if the weave gets damaged because you could just replace it. But if you damage your own hair, you can replace it eventually. Mm. But yeah, wearing straight hair. First of all, there are black people in the world who their hair is not as kinky and and curly naturally Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or black people who have natural straight hair. I know at least two off top. So it's not black. Yeah. As far as I know. It's not cultural appropriation when we can. That's always
0: my question, isn't it? (laughs) It's always my question when you're like giving me examples. But
1: like you know, I really can't answer that one (laughs) hundred percent. I know, but they say they black. I'm
0: just curious. I'm just curious because I just want to clarify.
1: Yeah, but like that is a natural phenomenon. So to say, you know, when I was working when when I I was working at Starbucks, I wanted to get red hair, like red braids in a weave, and someone. Was like, you can't have red in your hair. That's not a natural color for black people. First off, it's a natural color, and nothing in that book says so has it has be to be natural, natural for, for, for your skin tone. tone. <laughs> and second yeah. of all, black people can have red hair naturally. So
0: I've never seen that.
1: Oh, girl, good on Google.
0: Naturally?
1: Natural red. <laughs> natural red hair okay
0: i'll google that later because yeah. i'm really tempted to google right now but i will google that later but <laughs> oh, even like my what son. you're saying about the Rastafarian, right the Restafarian that that was created in the 1930s mm-hmm. locks were a thing before that and locks are actually not yeah, acceptable a in before. a lot of different african cultures yeah some african cultures they're big and other african cultures they're actually not accepted or you can't have them Unless you're a certain sex at a certain time in your life.
1: Okay. Like
0: this, that's my thing is. Just because there's this aspect
1: of acceptance. You look like you're about to
0: fight me. I just got to say, your face looked like you're about to fight me. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) Well, I just,
1: just because there's this aspect of acceptance in other cultures doesn't mean that it's not a level of appropriating and a little bit Offensive, for lack of a better word, when I see white people with locks and they don't have to go through the criticism and the experience. Do you know, like, I've wanted to start locks in my hair for the past, like, two years. I didn't start them because I knew that I was going to be looking for a new job. I would be in the job market. And I didn't want to go to a job interview with locks in my hair for fear that I would not get the job. So, do you think that's a thought process that a white person would have had?
0: Oh, I definitely. Yeah? Definitely. Depending on the type of job. If I was going out for a job as a paralegal, there's no way I would wear locks.
1: No way. But so here's my thing Black people have been ridiculed for years for this hairstyle. And white people do it, and it's seen as, in certain aspects, it's seen as, like, cool and hip and the thing to do. But those white people who are doing it are not yeah, speaking up still for... They're not
0: accepted professionally, but they are perceived differently, which is the point you made last time, which I totally get. Like, maybe they're not accepted as professionally, but they aren't seen as criminal. Yeah. Right. Or Thuggish. there's definitely a different, pr- thug, there you go. Thuggish is what you said before versus hippie total yeah. difference in what that means. Yeah. Uh, but I, f- I guess I, I'm really, uh, and you know, it's, it's probably just semantics. I'm getting stuck in the semantics, but the appropriation really bothers me in that conversation because I just feel like the issue is racism, not appropriation. It's the way black people have been treated over that thing. If they were not treated badly over that thing, it wouldn't be an issue. I agree with you on that. So that's not cultural appropriation because a cultural appropriation happens whether it's true, they're treated well or not. If yeah. you're taking another person's uh, culture and. Maybe locks isn't. Um, it might not be the best example for yeah, it, totally, the for example, cultural appropriation. but there
1: are other examples that I gave
0: there wasn't a lot there was like two other small examples we do need to come up with more examples because yeah. we know they're out there we know we're just not thinking of them all. but i mean
1: it. even the hair like our the rolls on white women or braids
0: yeah that um, i can totally i feel like i can get even more behind that yeah because
1: i mean there are other cultures that braid that braid do braids in hair but it's not to the same extent, it's not like the same kind of style.
0: Right. But And also the, the history of cornrows being used as maps, like I yeah. said, right? Yeah. So that history of them being used maps for the Underground Railroad is yeah. <laughs> incredible. Yeah. But that really is, is a connection to history. And so Black American history. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I guess I just don't see locks connected that way. But that that one I can uh totally understand more as cultural appropriation, but I think I also just have an issue with cultural appropriation overall. Period. Yeah,
1: because you think that the culture should be able to share and it should be fine. And I agree with you. I think the culture should be able to share, but I think they should give credit where credit is due. It's almost like plagiarizing.
0: But there's no way to actually give credit. Like, I understand your point that when it comes to situations for Black culture, especially during these times, people that aren't standing up and taking a stand and doing things to help move the needle forward that liked that are, you know, wearing locks or doing things that are uh, appropriating that culture. I can understand that, but there's no way to give credit. You, c- you could like put locks on your head or, or put corn. We're going to, we're going to stop talking about locks. We're going to put corn rolls on your head and post a picture on Instagram and give credit to black culture. But then after that, what else can you do? That's on exactly post? what you can do. But how do you know people aren't doing that? Are you going back? And a lot of people
1: feeds? don't do that. And I'm, I'm sure I mean, don't.
0: But I'm just saying here we
1: go with the Kardashians again. Kim Kardashian posted <laughs> about her boxer braids and gave credit to Bo Derek.
0: Yeah. I don't know who Bo she Derek
1: completely is. changed the name. Bo Derek is a white actor from like the 50s or 60s. I don't know. Mm. She might not be that old.
0: Okay, but But she's a a white actor, okay, and
1: they she basically wore, I guess she wore cornrows or something like that, and Kim Kardashian said her hairstyle was inspired by this woman, which is fine if that's who inspired you, but how?
0: So, what if she meant it in the sense of? This white woman wearing corn rolls, which is typically seen as something only for black people. Mm-hmm. She was the first person to stand up and say, no, this is something that that Who, he, Bo Derek. Yeah. To stand I mean, up she and say, like, been. this is this is something that we should all be able to wear and it shouldn't be looked down on no matter who's wearing it. Right. Say that was Bo Derek's stance on it. I do what feel like it's it something that?
1: that we should all be able to wear and it shouldn't be looked down on. But it's not right that way. And the thing is. Kim Kardashian also changed the name of them.
0: Yeah, that's Boxer a
1: braids, like...
0: That's a problem. They're not uh, boxer braids. Oh, because... It, does it mean, like, boxers? Like, actual boxers? Is that where she's getting it from?
1: I didn't dive deep into that. I was just yeah. like, seriously? Black women have been doing that for centuries. Uh-huh. Even, even, like, the long nails thing. Like, I saw an article a couple months ago talking about a white woman who's popularizing... Wearing long nails and having like gems or or adornments mm, on them. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And
1: black women have been doing that for years. So it's like in pop culture, there's this phenomenon of taking these things that we've been doing and been criticized for. Because the long nails, we've definitely been criticized for as a culture.
0: Yeah. No, and 100%. put them on a white
1: woman and say, oh, this is so cool now. Because yeah. it's on a white person.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's another really good example. Okay. I guess I'm warming up to it a little bit.
1: Yeah. The <laughs> hair, the um I, I mentioned something about a do-rag. It I, was being advertised in a magazine for white on white people. They changed the name of it and said this is the new trend. But black men have been wearing do-rags for years and been seen as thugs because of it.
0: Yeah, and I guess so. I think, but see, see, where my struggle is that those things are all an issue because of racism. Whereas, for example, the Ohm symbol is very, very widely used, especially um, by people in like New Age spirituality or yoga and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? Do you want to see a picture of what it looks like? Mm-hmm. Do you have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, that's so cute. Have you seen that before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That technically is cultural appropriation mm-hmm. because it's being used by a lot of people that probably don't know the history or whatever behind it. And but it, But they're drawn to it. It means something to them. It's meaningful to them. It <coughs> makes them feel something. And that's why they're wearing it or using it. And so that's my struggle.
1: But that also doesn't mean that the people who do know it and do feel Appreciate. connected to it and know the history— don't feel slighted in a way i saw an article uh, a video of a influencer on facebook a couple weeks ago and she was saying spirituality not a fad wearing beads not a fad like she was going off about those kinds of things because it does seem like a
0: fad nowadays but why is it your place to judge someone if something If I had something that was sacred to me, that's what it is to me. If someone else wants to use it in another way, so be it. That does not harm me. Even if I see that thing as sacred, that is my personal relationship with that thing.
1: When it starts to create a judgment on the whole group based on other people doing it, like what she was saying in the video was that these fake spiritual people are making real spiritual people look bad. But what, I can't say I agree with her because I really don't know
0: yeah I I it's one thing to make them look bad it's so what who cares about other people's judgments it's different in the sense of black culture because that's not making them look bad that's actually creating racism issues mm-hmm. or perpetuating racism yeah. issues totally different yeah but the other in the other examples to me it's so so what? Know what you know about yourself, know what you believe for yourself. And if it's not harming you or harming anybody else, so what? It's, it, it would be different if people were acting out against that person, maybe because of that thing. And it was perpetuating some kind of negative life experience besides emotional perception. Yeah, That's different. But otherwise, so what? Let people do as they choose to do. F- worry about your own self. It's totally, mind the business
1: that pays yours.
0: It's different though. If like in the sense of black culture, it's different. I get it that, but that's why it bothers me. Cause I feel like that's it's, it's not.
1: It's different.
0: I feel like it should almost be called black appropriation. So like, it's just, it's different. I mean, different it from, is
1: black culture. appropriation, Right. But I feel like
0: it should be like black appropriation, not called just black appropriation, because I feel like, um, cultural appropriation can be used for these other things, which I don't agree with. I don't think that that should be considered a thing. Mm-hmm. You can see the
1: problem. That it's, it's, the connected problem it's connected culture. to
0: racism. It's connected to racism. It's it's totally different. And, and there may be some in in other areas and on other areas of the world that I'm, I'm ignorant to. And I don't know. Yeah. There may be something like that somewhere else. I mean,
1: there are uh, in Asian culture,
0: Is there where people utilize things from one culture that they see as less than?
1: Where people utilize like a kimono and they just don't know the history of the kimono. It's a it's sacred to Asian culture. So people who are not a part of Asian Asian culture should understand the history behind it if they're going to be using it.
0: I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. If if it's sacred to you. And what you feel and the connection you feel from it and it gives you what it gives you. Someone else is using it and you know they don't have the same connection, but it's obviously giving something for them. I feel love and joy for that person and grateful that yeah. they're getting something out of this thing that means so much to me. It may not be the same thing i I'm guess getting. For me,
1: it's like it would be different if, if I see if I was like Asian and I saw someone wearing a kimono as like a play costume. I would probably feel some kind of way about that because now it's being reduced from this very spiritual sacred dress it's for like special occasions and stuff in their culture it's being reduced to a play item
0: but it's being it's being used how that that in a way that brings that person a joy and that's special for them I, I may feel may I may feel a sense of compassion or sorrow that they're missing out on the depth and beauty of the connection that it actually could be, mm-hmm. but it's giving them something, and I, I feel honor like that. you
1: just have a very uh, you have a sense of understanding for humans that most people don't have and compassion.
0: Oh, why can't we all? <laughs> <laughs> that's just
1: not real Dor. That's just, that's not reality.
0: Why not? Yeah, you're so funny. And that, but that's also why I feel like I, I don't know. I guess I, the cultural appropriation bothers me in that way. Cause I don't agree with the term, but then when it comes to black culture, it's, I want it to be called racism or like racist, black cultural appropriation, you know, something, it's a different category because of it's the things from the, the culture history. that have always been looked at as negative when done by a black person, but it can be done by a, a white person or possibly any other yeah. person. Of I col- mean, it's different just a double standard. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's a very, it's different. And so I think that was, that was, that's what I was struggling with cultural appropriation.
1: Gotcha. I think it, it's hard for you to wrap your mind around it because nobody's appropriating white culture.
0: Do we have culture to appropriate? Exactly. I mean. I mean. We do. It's white just culture everybody- is
1: appropriated. <laughs> white culture, like a lot of the things that are in. Well, it's American culture, realistically. A lot of things that create American culture are things from all of the other cultures that make up America.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, the, and white people kind of just adapted mm. those things. So, I think it's hard for you to understand because you've not been on the butt end of it.
0: Do you, yeah.
1: And therein lies your privilege.
0: <laughs> uh, this is I think we're just going to
1: come to, you know... These points a lot in these
0: conversations
1: <laughs> where you're just like, I just can't under I can't get it. And I'm like, because you haven't experienced it. I do feel a type of way when I see a person being praised for something that we've done for so long in black culture.
0: And it it doesn't it's matter different. whether we've been
1: ridiculed for it or not. We've but done it for do so know? long. But
0: how do you know? Because you cannot detach the ridicule that black Americans have received throughout history. You cannot detach the emotional effect that has on you and in your life and in your decisions and your biases. You can't detach it.
1: It's just, for me, it's like, it doesn't matter if it's been ridiculed or not because it, there is such a long history of our culture being stolen and taken rock and roll, for example, like, A lot of people don't know that that was created by black people. Mm -hmm. So it was taken and changed. And Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe not even changed, but like taken and white people made it go mainstream and they get the credit for it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Same thing with country music. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until last year that I found out country music was created by black people.
0: Yeah, I had no idea the banjo was African. That was mind blowing for me. Mind blowing for me.
1: (laughs) So it's like a slap in the face, whether it's whether we've been ridiculed for it or not. Like, it's like a slap in the face every time I find out something else that was created by black people. And I didn't know that because it was so, so far appropriated into white culture that, like, literally, I hear black people saying, Oh, I don't listen to country. That's for white people.
0: Right. But you can't, you can't detach the fact that this has to do with the history of black people. No, it absolutely has to do with the history. Your feelings are connected to that history. Oh, it
1: absolutely does. I'm not saying it's not connected to the history. I'm just saying that it doesn't always have to be connected to ridicule. Because I don't know of any black people who were ridiculed for singing country music. But I still feel a way about it.
0: Because of all the other experiences and all the other examples. Yeah, But if I was one to get super uh, connected to things of... I just don't feel the need to attach that intensely to something. And maybe that's my white privilege or maybe that's the Buddhist in me. (laughs) So I, I just feel like, you know, I'm scottish irish in my history and lithuanian in my history and i can be proud of those things and things of those cultures but i don't feel the need to attach to it where it's an issue if someone else is using it in their culture i feel like this is like a paradigm in this world that needs to break down and we need to stop being it's This is mine, but it's not not really
1: about someone else using it in their culture. It's about someone else using it in their culture and holding it out like it was theirs, like it was their idea, like they were the first person to do it, like they were the first person to use it. And like,
0: I don't think that I don't think that that happened. That doesn't happen easily. There's not a lot of people. I don't know. I don't think a lot of people are going out there and doing that intentionally. And it's not experienced overall. It's I could be wrong.
1: I think that when people say, oh, well, you can't get mad at this because like, what's wrong with it? It's a form of inherent racism. Like you're not understanding it because you don't understand the history.
0: Right. And that I just yeah. And I guess, you know, I'm going to beat this dead horse, but I just feel like it's a different thing. I don't don't even I don't like it being put in the category of cultural appropriation for me because I feel like it's it's different. Okay, to sum it up, what I think I've been trying to express about the cultural appropriation and why it bothers me is because it's the problem isn't cultural appropriation as much as it's discrimination. And so when we focus on this, this is mine, not yours. We are diluting the real problem. And we're not actually talking about and looking at the root of the real problem, which is discrimination, not using things from somebody else's culture as as much.
1: Well, my standpoint on cultural appropriation is not necessarily about the using it. It's about how you're using it and what credit you're giving to where it came from, which is basically what you're saying, the discrimination. So like giving credit to the do-rag saying it's the next big trend when black people have been wearing it for years. That's the problem. It's not the problem that white people are wearing it. It's the problem that white people are taking it, calling it something else, and then being like, oh, cool, now this is popular, when it's been popular for years. And the way that it's been seen on black men when they wear a do- That's the
0: discrimination part. is
1: automatically connected to them being a thug.
0: That's the discrimination part. And I'm, I guess, to some degree, it's, if that discrimination wasn't there, how big of a deal would it be?
1: It's still the credit part, too. Like, don't take something and say, this is the newest trend when it's been around for years. It's just not been around in your culture.
0: Yeah, but trends also are often things that aren't new. Often. Often.
1: Well, they're things that aren't new, but haven't been around. Like, bell bottoms. not okay. Like, they were around okay, at a so point, then they went be... away. And then they came back into trend.
0: hmm
1: But they weren't around. Durags are a normal, everyday
0: or part of life. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And
1: they're seen as ghetto. Right.
0: Until... Well, a yeah, white
1: person puts it on and worse than calls ghetto. It the new trend.
0: Worse than ghetto. Criminal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. a man wearing So one.
1: that's the difference. It is about the discrimination. And that's what I I don't know if I made that point, but that's what I was trying to get across. It's absolutely about the discrimination, because if that aspect wasn't there, then it wouldn't be a, as big a deal. But it's also about the credit. Give credit where it's due. Don't talk crap about black culture and then take bits and pieces of it that you like for yourself and be like look at what i created
0: yeah i think there are definite things that are done in that regard but there's a lot of other aspects of cultural appropriation where the issue is that white people are doing it or using it at all not not that they're not giving credit or that they don't they don't even know it came from black culture like they totally can know it and totally can understand that, respect that, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But it's still not considered okay. And I think that that only exists because of the discrimination. I
1: agree with you. I but I don't. When it comes to cultural appropriation, I don't feel that way. I can't speak for the masses. So I can only speak you, for myself. If
0: it's being done in the in. The right way,
1: yeah. Like I said, like we did. We talk about Adele on the last no. episode. I don't think we did, but Adele posted that picture in the Bantu knots and um, the Jamaican flag. I, what it was a Jamaican?
0: Yeah, it was her. I, don't I think her top what flag. It was yes, it was, it was Jamaican. Was a, yeah,
1: it was the Jamaican flag yep. top, and that didn't bother me because she was saying like. Here's to Carnival, which we couldn't have because of COVID. So here's to, here's in commemoration of that.
0: And Carnival is?
1: A Caribbean festival. Okay. That's held in um, Caribbean countries. It's held in uh, more than just Caribbean countries, but it's a Caribbean festival, like.
0: Just celebrating their culture. Celebrating
1: their culture and heritage, yeah.
0: Okay. And you didn't see that as cultural appropriation because of why?
1: I didn't see it as cultural appropriation because she gave credit to the the movement. Like, uh, because she, she was, was saying wearing this isn't it celebration. For a specific thing. I'm celebrating she said your that. Culture. And she's, yes, mm-hmm. she's celebrating the culture. She gave, uh, she paid homage to the, that culture. But a lot of people did see a problem with it, regardless of whether she was paying homage to the culture or not. They think that she shouldn't have been wearing that style, period.
0: And that's, that's where I take issue. This, yeah. like, it's mine, not yours, and creating that intense separatism is going to just continue to perpetuate the same issues we have. We're never be, going to be able to come together as a people. Because it wasn't just that with Adele. If you look back in her feed... The, yeah, the she's point been very made, vocal. Right, and that's one of the points you've made, is, like, when she's it comes time to stand for up... for the culture. Right, right. And she does stand up, and she... Yeah, so she wasn't just throwing this together for show Mm -hmm. or for uh, to increase her following or whatever. It wasn't a random act. Yeah.
1: It's really difficult because we can't tell people how to feel. And historically, it's been a fight for us to have culture. So when we see that culture being (sighs) taken and spread and diminished, kind of.
0: Not to have it, but to have it be... Accepted in your everyday life
1: to fully. even have it though, the slaves weren't allowed to speak oh. their language, oh. their native language. It was beaten out of them. Mm-hmm. They weren't allowed to do certain things. They had to sneak and do them when it pertained to like their African roots. There was like covering the hair because it was it didn't need to be seen because it was ungodly or un unholy or, or maybe not unholy but unkept mm. so the slaves would have to cover their hair like there were certain things that we like legally in our culture couldn't do the singing the hymns mm-hmm. they weren't allowed to really sing like that they had to do it at sneak and do it at night when the slave master was sleeping really certain it's definitely things, not yeah. how it's
0: portrayed it's portrayed like they sang in the fields all day to keep themselves entertained as well as it's portrayed. Or from my understanding, the songs were also a part of having hidden messages in them yeah, to help they people did. on the paths of the Underground Railroad and stuff.
1: Yeah, they did.
0: I have a hard time with the word railroad. I've noticed <laughs> every time I say it on here, I'm like, railroad.
1: They did to an extent, but they weren't always allowed they weren't allowed to speak their native language. I do know that Yeah, much. yeah, yeah. So they basically had the their culture beaten out of them. And so now we've taken lemons and made lemonade and created our own culture that we've had to protect for years. And we've held sacred to us for years. And now here white people come taking aspects of that culture and selling it as something else, whitewashing it. And selling it as something else mm. when it's basically the same thing.
0: Yeah, it's not even here. White people come. White people have been, been side by it. side all along. Yeah, yeah, doing that.
1: So, it's it's the history, mm. and we can't. I can't tell because it doesn't bother me, in cert, unless certain aspects aren't there. I can't tell other black people how to feel about that, and I can't say that I don't cringe when I see certain things, like I've seen, there's like these turban head wraps, not really turban, but head wraps that are made for babies now and they're very like common now and mainstream. And when I see some people put them on their white babies, it makes me cringe. I'm not exactly sure why. I was talking to my friend about it one day and I was like, is that cultural appropriation? Like, why does it make me cringe? every time I see it. And she's like, I don't know why, but I cringe too.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's, um, I think it, this probably goes back to what many of these conversations are going to go back to is the, whatever words you want to use, the reckoning, the healing, the the full awakening to and accepting it and allowing for truth to be seen so then you can start to actually move forward and have progress it hasn't happened fully, and probably needs to happen first before we could really have a conversation around what's an ideal path forward with cultural appropriation. Yeah, you know where what's the ideal path forward for how you can fuse together, living together in the same country, and having very uh, a lot of it already intermixed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it just goes back to it's it's the history isn't healed yet. No. And that's why and you And not only
1: is it not healed, but it's it's still happening to an extent. You know, the the taking the do-rags and putting it on someone and saying, hey, they like literally gave it a whole new name. You're going to have to send me that. I want to see it.
0: That's uh, crazy.
1: I'll have to find it. But yeah, they gave it a whole new name and everything. And it's like, bro, that's a do rag. That's all that is. That's or a, I mean, there was one, one summer take, where like when it was like Tim's was the next, the biggest craze.
0: I don't know what Tim's are.
1: Timberland boots.
0: Oh, oh. oh. Hasn't that been that way Yes, way for it's been ever? that way
1: forever. But then white people discovered it a couple summers ago.
0: But didn't white people also discover it back? I mean, it was a thing amongst the white community when it was a thing amongst the black community when I was younger. Was it? Yeah, but maybe the black Was that cultural too. influence, though? Yes, Absolutely. absolutely but maybe but then white people fell off and then yeah yeah yeah. yeah, i see
1: and black people have always yeah i i have like five pairs of Tims. yeah in my closet i'll probably buy a new pair every year
0: yeah um there's a really good article i'll link it in the show notes for this episode of about how to do I'm going to say it wrong. How to do cultural appropriation right is what came to my mind. But it's like how to honor another culture. Oh, okay. (laughs) Without appropriating it. And it's a really good article. I think you would like it too. Okay, I'll check it out. It does make it a little more clear um, where the boundaries are.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a way to do it right. That's Respectfully. What I'm saying. Yeah. There are some people who feel like there's not a way to do it right, stay away from our culture, period, point blank. But there is a way to do it right. And I think Adele is a very good example of that. Mm-hmm. Even when she had on the shirt, she had a picture up of Queen B when uh, Beyonce brought out Blackest King mm-hmm. on Disney mm-hmm. Channel, Disney Plus. She had on the same shirt that Beyonce was wearing in the video and said something about her being a black queen like Mm -hmm. she was absolutely giving her her flowers
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: that's that makes a world of difference to me
0: yeah i mean really that's if that was how white people overall in america responded to black american culture and black and black americans period I think the dialogue would be totally yeah. different on this topic. Yeah.
1: And you can tell Adele loves black culture
0: mm-hmm. from yeah. her feed. I, I the, know. It's looking at was it. There was a
1: lot of, <laughs> like, she loves black culture. Yeah. Yep. Even when she, uh, so she won an award one year up against Beyonce's album. Uh-huh. And she was floored. She was like, she didn't even know how she won. Mm. over beyonce Mm -hmm. and she gave beyonce
0: credit that's awesome all right let's wrap this up here if you guys want to read that article that we referred to uh, it's really good article Uh, we're going to drop it in the show notes and if you enjoyed this episode as always please share it with a friend or two help us spread this and get this out there and more people hearing this kind of dialogue We're so happy to have you here joining us. Thank you so much for being here today. Now here's Cassandra with today's quote.
1: You can go about it as cultural appreciation or cultural appropriation. You have to be very careful. Some things are really sacred and important to other cultures. So you have to be aware politically about those things before you just adopt them. In order to appreciate something, you have to know about it and understand it. Zendaya.